0: Welcome to the Clubhouse with Shane Bacon. I am your host, Shane Bacon, and Tiger finally returned to golf. 18 players, 144 players, it doesn't matter. Tiger Woods was playing four days injury-free golf on our televisions. We got to watch it. We got to see him do some great stuff, some not great stuff, but for the most part, a successful return to golf for Tiger Woods, the 40-year-old that really brings so many more people to the game and it was a, it really, I would say, it was an important week for 2017. If he went out there and really, really struggled, I think people would have been a bit down on what could happen in 2017. Now people are talking about chances of winning, uh, his ability to move the ball right to left, and possibly contend at Augusta National. I mean, maybe some of this stuff is overblown, but frankly, we haven't seen him play golf like he played in stretches in a long, long time. That Friday 65 was near flawless. He didn't make a bogey, of course, but just birdie after birdie after birdie, hitting some stone dead iron shots. He looked comfortable with the wedges. For the most part, there were a couple iffy ones, but it seemed like all the players were having problems with that. We watched Patrick Reed duff a couple of chips early in his run on Thursday, playing alongside Tiger Woods. So all in all, a great return from the 14 major champion, and I think I can speak for every golf fan when I say thank you. Goodness, because the last thing we wanted to do is see him struggle mightily and finish at the bottom of the leaderboard. He did finish near the bottom of the leaderboard. Out of 18 guys, he finished 15th. Justin Rose, of course, WD. Didn't really have a chance to make up any room on Tiger after that opening round. But it didn't really matter where he finished. It's what we saw within the 72 holes. And that's what I think most people are excited about, hopeful for. And we'll see. Alan Shipnuck of Sports Illustrated joins me here at the clubhouse. To talk about the round, he was down in the Bahamas for the opening round, wrote a great piece on golf.com just about what he saw, and he really brought it back to the old days of Tiger, the 1997 days of Tiger Woods when he was a fresh face and he was obliterating the field at Augusta National. This week's podcast, of course, is brought to you by Swing Juice. Speaking of Tiger, they have a red short-sleeved goat shirt on the heels of the return of Mr. Woods. Use the offer code BACON. That's my last name. BACON. You'll save 20%. Swing Juice makes so many golf shirts. They come out with new ones every single week. They make great gifts for the golfer in your life. And with 20% off, I don't know why you wouldn't do it, really. It would be a dumb move of yours not to jump on swingjuice.com and get the golfer in your life a fun, cute, cool t-shirt. They have women's, they have men's, they have everything. So go to Swing Juice and check that out. Use that offer code Bacon. And Alan Chipnuck is coming up on the podcast. He was down watching Tiger. He always has great perspective. It's really interesting to listen to Alan talk. This is the guy that that really came on the scene in the golf world around the same time Tiger burst on the scene as a professional back in the late 90s. So he's seen it all. He's seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. So he really knows the ins and outs of Tiger Woods. And you know, for the most part, he was positive about the return, as I was. I think most people look at what he did, they forget about the Sunday 76 or the back nine on Saturday, and they look at that Friday round and really what he did on Thursday. I'm not sure golf Twitter acts like that, unless it's either a major championship, a Ryder Cup, or Tiger Woods is involved. I really don't think so. There was so much action happening as uh, every shot was going in, every birdie was being made. So Tiger's back, and uh, and we're talking a lot about it. And it's stupid of us not to mention Hideki Matsuyama, a uh, winner this week. I know he gets buried in the lead in the headlines because of what Tiger did and, and Tiger's return, and everybody excited about that. But a winner of four of his last five starts. The, the lone event he didn't win, he finished second in. And people can say silly season, not great events. He won a WGC event and he won this. Uh, you know, you know the field at the Hero World Challenge. It is a lot of really, really great players. So I talked a little bit of a decky with Alan as well. Uh so look forward to that. We have a newsletter, a clubhouse newsletter. Make sure you sign up for it. The link is pinned atop my Twitter page at Shane Bacon. It's also on the Clubhouse Twitter page at the Clubhouse Pod. Basically, the idea is simple. I want to get you golf information and news and videos. A couple of times a week, so you don't have to go search the internet. You don't have to go look and find the best pieces or the pieces you might want to read. Not just PGA Tour stuff. We throw some equipment in there. We throw some golf courses you want to go see or some golf courses we've been lucky enough to check out. And so it's just an easy way. It's not gonna. It's not gonna mess up your inbox. We're not trying to give you stuff that's gonna take you an hour or two to get through. This is simple leaks, couple sentences, things to check out this week. We have some Tiger. We have some Matsuyama. We have some Paige Spiranek who is back in Dubai. And she talked emotionally about her return there after what she dealt with last year with some of the online bullying, such stuff she goes through week after week after week, So we really try to try to hit it all, and that's our hope and and we hope you enjoy it. We've got you know people signing up day by day, and we hope you sign up as well. If you've got a golf fan in your life, let them know about the newsletter. That's enough for me. We're going to have another podcast a little bit later this week with some players. We head to the Franklin Templeton later this week. Fox does. I'm going to be out in Florida excited about that. Love bringing that event. The players are so relaxed, chill. So hopefully going to have some info and such from that. But let's get to the Tiger return with Alan Shipnuck of SINgolf.com. Tiger Woods, he is back. That's not just a thing anymore. We can actually say it. He played golf. He's going to play golf in 2017, and hopefully it looks a little bit more like Friday and a little less like Sunday. Here we go. Alan Shipnuck. And we welcome back into the clubhouse Alan Shipnuck of Golf.com and SI. You can follow him at Alan Shipnuck. Coming back from a vacation in the Bahamas that they call work, I have to ask you, have you recovered fully from a week spent following golfers' play in Albany?
1: Well, Shane, whether it's Albany or the (laughs) the slums of uh, some suburban Midwestern town, it's the same job, it's the hotel the golf course you know i suffer for my readers wherever i go but um yeah it was, it was an okay trip i will say that
0: and then you this was a, a trip you hadn't planned i mean this was a last minute type of deal right i mean you've got a lot of stuff going i know you just had a a cover story about the rock on si.com or on sports illustrated rather uh you kind of threw this thing in there knowing that a tiger return would be a big deal
1: yeah it was i i think because of what happened with the safeway you know we were mobilized and ready for that and I was I was going to be at that tournament for his return a couple months ago and then the last minute WD coupled with perhaps end of the year travel budgets getting a little lean there didn't seem to be that much enthusiasm to send me even though I certainly wanted to be there cuz I, I had an inkling of, you know that, that this was this was going to happen and that it was going to be fun you know it it's an, it's an easy golf course it's Tiger's tournament it was the perfect setting to return and 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 to shoot some decent scores but yeah we we didn't really I didn't get the go-ahead from the office until uh, a week ago, a week before the tournament, and um, that was fine. I'd, I'd been there last year, so I kind of knew the lay of the land. And um, I had a I had a, the general manager's email from my favorite place to stay, and he hooked me up with with a nice oceanfront cabana. So <laughs> it worked out in the end, but it was a little bit of a fire drill getting down there. And you know, for the Bahamas, you do need a work visa if you're going to go down there, which I didn't have. That, that takes weeks to process, so I, I just went in as a tourist. But uh, which was fine, you, you know. But on the way coming back out, I'd kind of forgotten all that. I almost wound up in the clink because <laughs> I, I didn't. Um, I didn't handle the custom situation very skillfully, but it's okay. I made it out, so here we are.
0: You're back home. So you wrote a piece following Tiger's opening round, Hero World Challenge. You know, we we batted around what we thought would happen on on SI's uh, Tour Confidential the week before, and I really believe the consensus was. If Tiger beats anybody, it'll be a success. And then you get to follow Tiger. You wrote a great piece. If people haven't checked it out, make sure you go to golf.com or check his Twitter page. I think it's about the fifth thing down. But you followed him for 18 holes. There were some ups. There were some downs. But all in all, how would you assess that opening round for Tiger, considering he hadn't played in 466 days?
1: Yeah, I think obviously he played a pretty clean round on Friday. But I think the opening round was, was symbolic of the whole week. You know, it was there was some great stuff there, and it sent a charge through the golf world you know those first eight holes that's the most fun I've had in a long time on a golf course it was It was really exciting and there was a sense of disbelief like is this really happening and and then of course, um, reality set in, whether it was mental fatigue, whether it was swing flaws, whatever it may have been he just couldn't finish off his rounds you know pretty much the whole week, with the exception of friday and um but I think it, when you when you step back and look at the week as a whole, the good stuff is more important than the bad. I mean, you have to expect any golfer, even maybe the greatest of all time, is going to be rusty, and is going to make mistakes after being being gone for so long, and so that happened. You know, there was there was some some across the board. Whether it was errant drives, a couple of chips that got away, some some shaky putting, um, you know, Tiger just wasn't that sharp. But he made a ton of birdies. And he hit he hit some all world um, shots that evoked the, the turn of the century Tiger, and I think ultimately that was the most important thing was to see that there's still a little magic left. That he, there's, his game looked a little more explosive than we've seen in a long time. Um, you know, just as far as the clubhead speed he was generating, some of the some of the, the the shots he was able to pull off, and I think you know he'll take away the. Um, the feeling of those good shots and it'll work and clean up the bad ones. So um it was there was there was enough excitement and enough vintage tiger that I I think it's it's made twenty seventeen far more intriguing. Um yeah, I don't think Tiger's ever gonna be a week in, week out force anymore. You know, he's he's gonna be forty one, his body's been breaking down for a decade. Um I'm not sure he wants to grind the way he once did, even if his body would let him, but I think he he showed that he could still be dangerous and that we may still get a few more um, glimpses at the old Tiger. I think that's enough at this point.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned the first eight holes. He makes four birdies. It's it's It was unbelievable to watch. And when I say unbelievable, it's because we didn't believe it was happening. I mean, we, like I said, a lot of us didn't believe we'd see anything close to that, especially in the opening round. You know, going out there, doing this, he's... He's, you know, drumming Patrick Reed, who has been, you know, kind of the American force the latter part of the season, and he's playing great golf and hitting great golf shots. I'm gonna say golf riders at times can be a bit negative. I think you'd probably agree with that. <laughs> what were the looks well, exchanged between you and and you know, Bob and some of the other guys that were following this round, every birdie he was making early in that round?
1: Yeah, it was kind of the raised eyebrows in the beginning, like, Whoa, this is interesting. <laughs> um you know, I, I think the shot that, that really showed me the most across all four days was was on that par five, the um, the sixth hole, and you know, great drive, and then made a really pretty poor swing with his three wood and left himself in an awkward spot, about 50 yards away from away from the the hole. Pin was kind of cut tight from his angle, downwind. He's in he's in that wiry you know, Bermuda rough, where it's hard to know exactly how the ball is going to react. And he just opened up the face, took a full swing, and it's kind of like a long-distance flop shot. It was so clever and, you know, landed stone dead. And we all know that Tiger struggled with his wedges the last few years. And, you know, at times, he's had the full-blown chip yips. And even when he wasn't yipping it, it was like he was playing more conservative, low – higher percentage shots just to get it on the green. I, I, there was times when you'd see Tiger Chippen, and he was he was not even really going for the flag. He, you could just see the the thought bubble. Okay, I just want to get this on the green, trickle it <laughs> towards the hole, and I'll, I'm happy with 15 feet. And so he, even when it looked like he'd, he'd conquered the yips, he still was playing a lot of defensive shots around the hole. And, you know, that that's obviously quite um, – it's it's depressing when he was the most fearless, um, you know, up up and down ninja that we'd seen since Seve, right? I mean, the shots he hit, and how hard he fought for every stroke, and and to to see that fear factor was it was really startling, um, you know, throughout 2015 and parts of 16, and and so that shot that he pulled off, that was the moment when it got exciting. It was like okay, something's happening here. And then you know he steps to that 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 par three, and um, you know he hits a great shot at the flag. And he's yelling one more yard, <laughs> and he got it. Trickles up there, and go you know goes the next. He hits a little stinger, um, you know old school. It was it was like wow, this is really fun to watch. And this is a different Tiger. He was just playing with so much more confidence and aggression and creativity. And he was moving the ball both ways. And it was I mean it took me back. I wrote that. And, that story you referenced, but it took me back a long time because, um, you know, those of us who got to see Tiger at the height of his powers, up close inside the ropes, it was, it was magical. And you know, we've missed that. It's you know, even even when he was winning tournaments in two thousand and twelve, two thousand and thirteen, he he was a lesser player, and with the Foley swing, he just he had a lot less versatility in his shot making, and it was it was still effective, but it wasn't as artful. It wasn't as fun. And of course he also had limitations. You can't lay it all on Foley by any means. I mean, Tiger's body was given was breaking down even then. So, um, just to see him play with a little more freedom, you know, he, he just looked freed up with his golf swing. Uh, it was just better rhythm, better tempo. It wasn't as violent. Um, you know, he'd, I guess he'd been sick and he'd lost some weight and now he's trying to put it back on which is a mistake. I mean Tiger's always played too heavy. It's part of why his joints have given out. I mean he looked a little more slender and he just looked younger. He just exuded kind of it was like like going back in time. And so it was it was just really fun to watch and uh, of course he didn't finish off that first round and he didn't do that on Saturday or Sunday either but I think I think what what lingers from the whole week is is the good shots and also just the, you know, the twinkle in his eyes and the big smile. And, uh, I mean, clearly Tiger was having fun and if, if he can stay healthy, and he can have fun. I think everything else will fall into place.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned something in your article, it was something I continued to, to repeat to friends and, and through, you know, group text conversations that stuff with some of the go- other golf writers and bloggers and friends of mine, you know, I, I equated it to this. I've never had LASIK surgery but I can only imagine what it feels like when you finally open your eyes after LASIK surgery when everything heals and you actually see stuff for the first time. Tiger hitting that high draw with the driver was uh, something we haven't seen in so many years. I was trying to think back to the time when he was comfortable turning the ball over right to left. I mean, he's been fighting that, I'd say, probably for a decade. You know, he he went to that swing that he would just hit the cut and he would, he would almost hit, hit that push cut. When you saw that first ball come off the club face and move right to left like you wanted it to. I mean, was it were, were you did it I mean, did it really take you back to a moment that that you almost can't remember?
1: Yeah, you know, that was actually the third hole of the first round, a dogleg left par 5. And um and standing right behind the tee and the wind was coming right to left. I mean, it just it just cried out for a big high draw ride the wind around the corner. I mean, that's what every go, every player in the field would do, but I mean, Remember Tiger? I mean, he, he was on the 13th hole at Augusta National. He was getting cut. Right. Like, I mean, it, it had gotten bizarre, um, and so yeah, he stepped up there and he pounded that drive. And you know, he he had he he was walking off the tee box with a tee in hand. You know, before it even reached its apex, like, and that was actually that even before he that that shot we were talking about before, that was the first moment of like, wow, that was different, and. Uh, you know, he certainly had some misses with the driver, but he did look comfortable um, playing it right to left, which is, I mean, it sounds funny because this is, on the PGA Tour, every golfer should be able to hit a draw, right, you'd right. think. And you're talking about a guy with 14 major championships. It should not be that big a deal for him just to play play a little <laughs> 10-yard draw. But, um, I mean, as you said, he'd, he'd given up on it. He'd completely lost confidence in that shot, and he couldn't even see that shape anymore, I don't think. So, yeah, that wasn't that Watch him turn the drive over was indicative of, you know, something has really changed here mentally and also, you know, functionally with, with his golf swing. And so, um, you know, that's that's why I think there's there's excitement. It, it's not that he, he played the same old game and just, you know, had one good round and it's that he looked like a little different golfer than he's been. Uh, and in some ways he looked like a much different golfer.
0: Well, and and you, know, we, was, and you move on to Friday, and you mentioned it, you've referenced it, and you were there. Uh, did did you leave Friday before the second round?
1: I, I I caught some of the second round, and then I had to, I had to blow out of there because I had so many other things happening. But um, you know, I kind of always felt like the first round was going to be the most important one. That that the buildup and the the energy, as it turned out, you know, Friday was 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 a pretty big deal, and um, you know. I tweeted this, and I got mad. I me. you have to temper this by the fact that the Albany is a really benign golf course. Right. It needs the wind to blow hard to have any kind of teeth, and they just didn't get that. Um, so a 65 was was like shooting maybe three under, but still, <laughs> the fact is he hit a lot of good shots and he, he cleaned up around the in the short game when he had to, and um, you know it, it was a big deal. It, it it was too bad that he kind of regressed on the weekend, but I I would say a lot of that was just fatigue not even physical but just emotional right um coming off the high of of getting off such a good start and and it it sounds funny but i mean as the host of that tournament i mean they run tiger ragged i mean hero definitely makes him sing for his supper there's every time i saw him during early part of the week uh at these functions he's, he's surrounded by about a dozen indian guys that he's he's chatting up and um there's all these functions I and mean, we all know tigers always like to exist in kind of a bubble, uh, especially in competitive environments. And so he's really wearing a few different hats that week, and I could imagine that, you know, by the time he got to Saturday, he was just kind of done, you know, after all the buildup and all the, all the grinding early in the week and, and all the other stuff that came with being the host of the tournament. So that's why I think, you know, the fact that he kind of blew up on the back nine was not that big a deal. I, I think he'll get, he'll get stronger, um, you know, he'll get his golf legs under him. I, I think he'll get used to the mental grind. And um, that's why, you know, again, the, the the stuff he did well is way more important than the stuff he struggled with.
0: Yeah, you had a chance there, by the way, to use the word reps, and you didn't. I just want to say I'm really proud of you for that. Uh, I will also yeah, say, as as somebody that was following this from home and, and on social media, on a scale from one to 1999 Ryder Cup on Sunday, it was nearing that. People were freaking out. I mean, there were people talking about this on Friday that probably haven't mentioned golf on their social media accounts in four years that were watching this and talking about it. And I mean, it did feel, you know, in in the sense of a grandiose event, it did feel a little majory. And I mean, that's what Tiger does. That's the hope we've always had for this comeback. He turns 40, 41 at the end of this month. You know, I mean, he's not getting any younger by any means, but any any positives we can pull from this. And as you mentioned, a lot of positives to pull. I did want to ask you this, and again, we don't want to be negative. You said it. I said it. It's been a great week for Tiger Woods despite the final round, you know, really the final 27 holes. What did you see from Tiger that you think he really does need to improve on to not just play well at a PGA Tour event but to possibly get into contention?
1: Yeah, well, you know, his, it was funny because I, I thought that he made some real strides with his putting. Going back to Scotty, he really was efficient, um, holding out. The four, five, six, eight footers—he had to, especially to save some pars. Um, but he, he didn't make that much, you know, mid, from the mid-range, which is where he, George Spieth and others was really clean up. He just—I don't know if it was—it was just not having the confidence to. Uh, you know, if you, if you're, if you're the grind of having to keep making all those long par putts was getting to him. I mean, a lot of his birdies—you know—he's hitting stone dead. Um, I mean, I thought his iron game was probably the best part of his of the week that we saw from tiger he had a lot of good iron shots um you know the 100 yards he, he looked he looked a little he looked a little sloppy there i mean the, just the 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 125 to 75 yards You know, which you have on a par five when you lay up or a par four when you smash the drive is just he just he wasn't hitting those close enough and you know that's vital i mean that's that that was the whole key to Justin Johnson's renaissance, and he goes a long way towards explaining, you know, why Jordan Spieth struggled um, on the tour this year. I mean, that that's such a key distance. And, of course, there was no shot link because it was not a real tour event, so it's hard to quantify these things, and that was just from watching him. Um, and, of course, obviously the driving, uh, he got him he got himself in a, a fair amount of trouble, you know, chipping out of bushes and obviously hitting into the water at 18 Um there was there were some big misses with the driver, even as his good drives were really good, and, but his bad drives were, were pretty bad. So it, it's um, it's just avoiding the, you know, the essential, essentially the penalty strokes. I mean, I talked Hank Haney, I put him in, in my story on off the first round, and we, we talked at some length. But I mean, this has always been one of his philosophies, even when when Tiger was in his heyday and he was coaching him was, you have to avoid it, you have to avoid giving strokes away with three putts double chips with penalty strokes and Tiger had a few of those double chips where he had a wedge in his hand and he still had it after the next shot you know, whether it was the ninth hole or the first round he kind of muffed that chip and that kind of sent shivers up everyone's spine <laughs> or um, you know he short side himself on that drivable par four and went from bunker to bunker and um, you know th- those are costly and then you know there's, there's probably eight times with his driver that he put himself either in the water or in jail and you just can't have that when you know you a guy like Matsuyama or Dustin Johnson is hit farther than you and a lot straighter. Right. So it's um, it's 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 the painful misses that are that really. I mean, his mistakes are very very costly. So I guess to, to answer your question in the shortest possible, way, he has to really improve his misses and um, and just just stop making uh, those, those killer mistakes. Uh, so uh, again, I, I think that'll come. But the, the real the real thing with Tiger is. How is he going to hold up over a sustained period of time? I mean, um, to get ready to play a tour event, the amount of preparation, the travel, you know, just just walking the the 50 miles that week. Um, I, I think that there's so much to build on here. The question is, you know, will his body let him do so? And he was pretty coy about what his schedule will be going forward. I mean, reading between the lines, I think he said, "I want to feel. Like, you know, I want to know how I feel when I wake up on Monday morning. Am I going to be wiped out?" Uh, I'm not going to be sore and stiff, and uh, I think he's going to give himself some time to, to answer those questions. So I, I think that if his body lets him, there's there's a lot to work on, a lot to clean up. If if he just can't put in the reps, he
0: um, did it. There yeah, you go.
1: You know we'll, we'll we'll have to see how how much cleaner his game can be. But um, I'd like to think that you know it, this is just the beginning. You know, we'll find out.
0: Yeah, and you wrote on Twitter, this is not about his play as much, you wrote on Twitter that Tiger gave a, quote, fun interview, and this is a guy that historically has been anything but fun in interviews and post round media sessions. A lot of media members famously taking the Tiger press conference time off to go get in a round of golf. Uh, What are you seeing different in a 41-year-old Tiger, or a near 41-year-old Tiger Woods uh, with the press and, and with his ability to maybe just speak about golf and his game in maybe more of a human way?
1: Yeah, you know, it it started even before this week, and we saw the Ryder Cup. I I think that was a huge week for Tiger. He's always been kind of a lone wolf. and That worked for him when he was dominating the golf world, and, you know, he he wanted to make the other guys uneasy, and he wanted to take every little advantage he could get. But I think he found out it's pretty lonely when, when, uh, at the end of the day, you don't know these guys, you, you haven't built the relationships, uh, you know, he was kind of living in a bubble and as he's been injured and, and sidelined, he's just been playing video games at home in, in Florida. And I, I think he, he took a little accounting of, of where he was in the golf world and he's not beloved, like, like a Phil Mickelson. And certainly as as he's transitioning into this role of an elder statesman, you know, his, his role model has obviously been Jack and Arnie and, um, I think Tiger really has a long way to go if he's going to be received that way. Certainly he's revered, he's respected, but I don't think he's loved. And, um, so I, I think, I think Tiger's really making a conscious effort to, to build some bridges clearly with the players. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, you know, you saw how hard he's worked on those relationships and I think he's even feeling it with the public, whether it's signing autographs, whether it's consenting to these long interviews, um, and the guys in the press room, too, I, I think there's just a concerted effort not to be someone different, maybe just to be more himself. You know, he was always so guarded and so weary. And I think it's finding out that, you know what, people actually are cheering for me now. They're rooting for me. I don't have to have the siege mentality. Uh, a lot of time has gone by since uh, all the scandal and people have moved on and forgiven and, and some degree forgotten and that... uh it's a little more fun to, to be relaxed and soak up the love. And, and, um, so he's let himself do that. And I, I think that can only help him in this, in this comeback. And beyond that, it's, I think it's just gonna make his life a lot more, more fun and fulfilling. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was great to see his, his vibe all week long between the ropes and, in every other interaction was great. I mean, he just seemed so happy to be there. So excited. And it was nice to see that. I mean, he, he deserved that. He, he's earned that. So, uh, good for Tiger. I, I think he's making some some changes in just how he approaches this thing.
0: Well, I have to ask one question about the guy that actually won the event, Hideki Matsuyama, 24 years old, won four of his last five starts, finished second in the other one that he didn't win, so he's basically finished in the top two in his last five starts with four wins. Always been one of the most pure ball strikers out there since he's come on the tour, and somehow now it looks like he's found a putting stroke that he's comfortable with. Uh, ranked sixth in the world, uh, you'd have to have him higher than that, is he on that level now? I mean, is is he on that level? Is he surpassed some of these guys like DJ Rory Jordan, you know, the the guys Jasons, the guys that we have in our big three, big four, big five, whatever you want to call it? I mean, is this a guy that now um can uh-huh. beat those guys and win majors with his putting stroke?
1: Well, that's what if he wants to really be taken seriously, that's what he has to do. I mean, all all those names you mentioned, those guys all won major championships and that that's where the rubber meets the road. I mean, it, it's great to win tournaments in Japan and and these you know, November, December events around the world. I mean, he's played great and, you know, a win's a win, but um, we all know some mean a lot more than others. So uh, I think because no one really knows who Matsuyama is as a person because of the language barrier and because a lot of his best golf has been played overseas, there's still kind of a wait-and-see attitude with him. Um, You know, it's hard to gauge – what, what this all means to him, because he can't really express it. And, but clearly, he's playing great golf, and he's—you he's, have to look at him as a legitimate threat. Any time he tees it up, I mean, the reconstituted putting stroke. I mean, ultimately, you know, you gotta—you have to conquer the greens at Augusta National or Oakmont, or uh, you know, some of the, some of the, the real uh, hardcore major championship setups, and then we'll know. But without a doubt he's an intriguing prospect. I mean, I love watching him swing the club and, you know, he's a big boy. As Tiger said, he's kind of built for, for a long-term success. You just feel like this guy's he's not going to break down. And uh, so it's, it's fun to watch him play. I mean, uh, I, I guess I'm in that camp of, I just want to keep seeing, I, I want to see more, you know, uh, and I, I want to see him do it. At some on some big time golf courses and on some really deep fields. And, uh, but he's, 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 He's definitely gotten everyone's attention, put it that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been impressive, as you said, what he's done. And really, a guy that's had success at Augusta the last couple of years, a couple of top sevens in his last two starts of the Masters. And that's with a putting stroke that obviously doesn't look like it looks like right now. So uh, it's going to be a fun next few months. Two last things, and it'll be short. I know you're not feeling 100%. I appreciate you coming on. First things first, if you had to give Tigers week a grade, what would you give it?
1: A B, maybe a B plus. Maybe an A-minus. I mean, it was... <laughs> it would have been, been something you Dad, could put on. You
0: but, could put it on the fridge, is what you're saying. You could pin it on the fridge, and and uh, the yeah. parents would be happy. Uh, and last I mean, thing, do you, do you think this is a guy, now after just four days of watching him play golf, that could win again on the PGA Tour?
1: I hope so. I mean, I, if Tiger wins another PGA Tour event, it's one of the great accomplishments of his career. From the depth of despair of the chip-yips from 85 at Memorial, three back surgeries, 15 months without playing. I mean, all of that is, uh speaks to how far gone he's been. And so if he can come back and win the hope, it's, it's a monumental accomplishment. Um, anything, you know, he said it himself, anything beyond what he's done is gravy. So um, his place in history is secure i think I think it'd be spectacular for the game, and it would kind of tiger kind of deserves it you know to to walk away on his own terms and have have another few moments in the sun uh, he's earned that so um I surely hope he he can win uh, I just it's such a small sample size, and there's still there's still some things in his game that are concerning, and you know even i mean Hank said it. We were all thinking it after that. After he muffed that shot in the ninth hole, the first round, it's like, oh boy, you know, the chip yips. It, it lives inside of you like a virus. I mean, it, it never goes away. Um, and so, how Tiger does, inc- you know, when 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 he gets into a really tense situation on a really tough golf course with really brick-hard greens, um, you know, that that's going to be that's going to be revealing. A hit and giggle at Albany um, doesn't tell you that much. So uh, it, now's the time to be optimistic, and hopefully that that will that will continue. But I just need to see more before I can really say the Tigers back and um, the idea that he's going to be a dominant player again. Yeah, that, that's really wishful thinking. But right. we'll uh, we'll see. I mean, he's still Tiger Woods. He, he still has it's still in there somewhere. Can will his body let him get it out? Is his mind free enough to, to let him be who he once was? I mean, those are the ultimate questions. But uh, I don't think anyone knows the answer. I'm not even sure Tiger knows. But it's going to be fun to watch him try and find out.
0: Yeah, hopefully he stays healthy. That's that's number one. Stay healthy in 2017. Play 18 to 20 events and we'll see. You did do a cover story for Sports Illustrated on The Rock. You spent some time with The Rock. How many golf riders would it take in the ring with The Rock to win a fight? <laughs>
1: I mean, how many are there on the planet? <laughs> you know, I mean, are we talking
0: of, double digits?
1: But, I mean, you know these guys—a bunch of pansies. What? A, <laughs> come on, it's the softest bunch of humans on the planet. It's uh, hard to imagine that any of them would walk out of the ring.
0: I mean, if we no. if we, if we put twelve in there and somebody stood behind him, and maybe ten of us could push him over, that might be our only chance. Uh, I appreciate the time. Uh, great stuff from the Bahamas. Uh, anytime I, I feel like you get to write about Tiger, I know you followed him basically. He, you guys have been on the same career path in a sense, and the, the, the same year joining and all that stuff. So it's always fun to, to read you, uh, get to go back in time and write a little bit about Tiger Woods. So appreciate that. You said you've got some stuff coming up, anything golf-related that, that we'll be uh, expecting to see in the coming weeks?
1: Well, on uh, January 24th, I'm getting my own website. It's gonna Uh-oh, be, uh,
0: that's kind of fun. Yeah. What's What's the website going to be?
1: It's gonna be called the Knockdown. It's, uh, it's it's an offshoot of Golf.com, and I'm working really hard right now to get a bunch of things lined up for that. It's gonna be a, it's going to be hopefully a, a different kind of way to cover the game. It's gonna be really fun and different. And so uh, nothing nothing's gonna nothing's gonna pop in the next few weeks, but starting starting you know late January there's gonna be a, a steady tsunami of of uh, stories, videos. Other, other uh, goodies. So, it, it, it's coming, but it's not imminent.
0: Well, I'll be excited to check that out. You've been so kind with your time with us. I'll make sure to, to, to throw that out there in late January when it comes up. Alan Shipnuck, follow oh. him on Twitter at Alan Shipnuck. Hope you feel a little bit better. Uh, you know, always coming back from the Bahamas, always just feel so bad when I, you know, when I land back home.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it's, it's more about I think probably sick kids, but it, maybe it, it's post Bahamas syndrome. You could be right. <laughs> you can hang those Tommy right, Shane, Bahamas, is...
0: you can hang those Tommy yeah. Bahamas shirts up for a few months. You'll be good to go. Yeah,
1: awesome. All right, thanks for having me, Shane. This is fun.
0: That'll do it for the Tiger Return Podcast. Many thanks to Alan Shipnuck, as I mentioned, wasn't feeling a hundred percent, still came on and gave us twenty five minutes of great content about Tiger Woods and watching him play that opening round and just really what to expect and see as the months. Come along. We don't know when Tiger is going to really, really come back to the PGA Tour and face a full field, but I know we'll be excited to see it. A reminder we have that Clubhouse newsletter. Make sure you sign up for it or tell your friends that are golf fans to sign up for it. The link is pinned atop my Twitter page at Shane Bacon. You just click on it, put the email in there, boom, you're signed up. We're going to have a giveaway coming up in the next week or so in the newsletter. So you have to be a part of the newsletter. To do that, so make sure you tell people it's a really great giveaway. I'd say it's probably three hundred dollars worth of golf gear that you you would really really want. So uh, make sure you to check that out and let some people know. Uh, many thanks to our sponsor, Swing Juice. A reminder: it is the best holiday gift to get for a golf fan in your life that doesn't need anything. They don't need a club. They don't need golf balls. Get them a couple of Swing Juice T-shirts. Use the offer code Bacon. It'll save them twenty percent at checkout. You can get them two T-shirts. They'll love them. They'll wear them. They're really comfortable. I got my entire gang that went to band dunes with me all swing juice t-shirts and they've all rocked them. Actually me and a buddy of mine met for beers last week and we almost wore the same shirt at the same time, which I think when it's swing juice, it's not as embarrassing, but sometimes it can be a little embarrassing. You have to watch that, but check out SwingJuice.com. use the offer code bacon. You'll save 20%. They've got some new shirts up right now. They've got some holiday themed shirts. They've got long sleeve shirts, hoodies, and koozies, plenty of stuff there. Make sure you check out the Clubhouse newsletter. We will be be back later this week with another Clubhouse podcast. Golf might be done for the year. We are not done for the year. Sneak out. Hit some range balls this
1: week. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.